I'd like to welcome everybody to the Toledo Spirits uh, podcast. Um, once again, uh, I'm Dennis, my co-host Matthew, and my co-host Haley, who is not with us on this episode. Uh, today, we would like to, uh, I don't know what we'd like to do. <laughs> um, we have a special guest uh, today. Uh, his he his name's uh, Giovanni. Uh, he runs uh, Haunted Crap on Facebook, and I think that's about it. He don't run on .com or anything. I think he gave up on that dream. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, so anyway, Gio, thank you for coming on, buddy. Thank you for, uh, you know, letting us interview you. Uh, so you want to tell the listeners about Haunted Craft and what you guys do? And- sure, absolutely. Well, thank you for having me on. And, uh, no, I, uh, you know, I run a site, uh, we, we, we do com. We had a website for a little while and, uh, we took it down to kind of, uh, do some maintenance and it just has not gone back up, but it, it's still in the works and eventually it will be back up. But currently we run everything through Facebook, which has been doing really well. And we're building, you know, a lot of great relationships with a lot of different people, other investigators, other haunted collectors. And, um, um, Basically, long story short is, um, you know, I'm part of a group called RIP, we're the researchers and investigators of the paranormal, and uh, we're spread all across the United States. We have a few uh, members in Florida, we have a few members out in California, we have a few up in uh, Connecticut and New York, and we just have uh, uh, two or three that just moved up to Minnesota. So, uh, you know, we're, we're all over the place and um, we've been around for about 15 years and, you know, we, we kind of stick into the shadows for the most part. You know, we really don't, you know, buy T-shirts or their logos on it or, you know, we don't have a Facebook page or anything like that. You know, we just kind of do what we like to do because it's a hobby. And uh, for the past 15 years, we've all collected haunted items and, um, and we, we've gotten to the point where we all... Did we lose them? Possibly. I'm, he's been cutting in and out a little bit for me, so it, it's entirely possible we lost him. Oh, I, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. oh there we go. Yes. Okay. Okay. There we go. All right. Well, <laughs> I've been here. <laughs> oh, talking. okay. Um, oh. Well, <laughs> I don't know where you guys were, where I left off, or where you guys. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Uh now I could tell, and I'll tell the uh, listeners here that um, I actually my haunted items are actually bought from haunted crap, um, and uh, Gio Giovanni was just saying how he you know built great um, friendships and great relationships. Yeah, and, we, uh, we've uh, we built really, really great relationships throughout the years, and and uh, our biggest thing is that we've uh, collected all these items, and we we've gotten to the point where we realize that it's not really fair to the rest of the paranormal paranormal community to uh, have all of these haunted items and not share them. So what we've decided to do is uh, kind of build our arsenal for our paranormal team, you know, help pay for some of the investigations for travel and so on and so forth, and uh, kind of put our collection out for sale. And that's what we've been doing for a little over two years now. And, uh, you know, we've had really great responses and, uh, you know, Dennis has bought, you know, quite a few different items. And, uh, you know, I mean, if you look at our reviews, I mean, you can see, I mean, everybody's, everybody's, uh, you know, who, who have been getting all these haunted items of ours, they're getting great activity. And, and that's, that's, that's our goal. Our goal is to really uh, share them with the, uh, the paranormal community and, and everybody enjoy and get more evidence because the more evidence we get, the more questions can be answered. Yeah. And, and I agree with you. Um, I was just going to say that uh, Lucy's actually lighting up the K2 meter. That's awesome. The odd thing about that is that, uh, you know, it's actually really, really, really difficult for me to hear you because I, to me, you're going in and out and in and out and in and out and in and out. And usually that means something's messing with the connection, at least from, at least on my end. Huh. Like I'm getting, I'm hearing you and then I'm hearing something else and then I'm hearing you again and then I'm hearing something else again. So I can't oh. know if that's Lucy messing with it or if that's one of, if there's something near you that's messing with it, but something's messing, with it. something's messing with something and it's making it very difficult for me to hear you. Well, this is, yeah, she, I'm, I'm, I just walked out of the room that I have all the dolls uh, in my 
collection. <laughs> um, but now I'm now I'm out on the patio, so maybe that'll uh, change this whole bit. Um, yeah, Lucy just lit up the K two meter again when you uh, said that, Matt. Lucy, we're not even talking to you. Just chill. <laughs> we're not even talking about you. <laughs> um, okay, so. Uh, um, Gio, how long have you been in the uh, field? I, I've been doing this for a little over 15 years. Um, I started, um, I, believe it or not, everybody kind of, uh, some people know, <laughs> I, uh, I owned a haunted attraction. And, uh, you know, when you're in a haunted attraction, you're in kind of the already in the scene. And and uh, I did a lot of, you know, stuff like that. And a lot of paranormal teams would come around and, you know, we would get introduced and started paranormal investigating with other teams just as guests. And, uh, and then all of a sudden we ended up having, you know, a haunt of ourselves where the haunted attraction was haunted. So we had paranormal teams that came in and, and uh, found all kinds of evidence. And I ended up starting my own team with, uh, with about five or six other guys. And, and we've basically started from there and, and, and we've done so many different locations. We've done Linda Vista hospital. Um, we've done, you know, um, the, the Winchester mystery house. I mean, we've done some quite, you know, really popular locations, but a lot of home a lot of demonics, um, a lot, of, a lot of different types of investigating. That's that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, there's some uh, there's some places on my um, list that I'd love to get out to. Um, what was I going to ask? Uh, do you um, do you like uh, do you like haunted objects more than investigating residential or like uh, favorite haunted uh, attractions or what what do you what what do you prefer? I you know I I like all of it. I mean I you know the haunted attractions is obviously something that we're creating you know for people for entertainment. You know that that's one thing that we do or did. Or should I say that was just fifteen you know years ago? Um, you know now you know I I would say have a regular job and you know do regular kind of stuff. Um, and, and the paranormal investigating is something we still do as a hobby. And you know it's it's like once a paranormal investigator, you're always a paranormal investigator. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I wasn't sure if, like, you know, some investigators prefer, you know, haunted items over, you know, re investigating a, um, a house. You know what I'm saying? Because they find haunted items more fascinating a residential home, you know. Um, let's see. Matt, you got any questions? You're more than welcome to ask. Um. Go ahead, Matt. I mean, I, I, don't, we lost have, I don't really have questions. I have a, the only statement I have is from the live streams I've tuned into from Haunted Crap. You've got some really, really fascinating pieces there. Right. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, we, uh, you know, I mean, not every single piece that we have has come from a haunted location or from an investigation. You know, we've gone to, you know, stores and in, in different places and purchased them, you know, from places that, you know, had haunted, you know, items that they were collectors as well. And, uh, you know, we've been to haunted museums where we've, you know, bought and traded with others and, and stuff like that. I mean, right now, since we've started Haunted Crap, we have vessels, haunted vessels or some type of haunted vessel, um, no matter what it is, you know, in four different museums across the country, um, one in um, Australia and then one in uh, the UK. So, I mean, we, you know, <laughs> our vessels are basically all over the world at this point. And, uh, you know, we're, we're proud of that. You know, I mean, uh, not to say I still, I really do, I really appreciate investigating locations, I think, more so than actual objects, because we've had objects all these years. And locations are a lot of fun because it's something new, you know, it's something, you know, something to, to kind of try to explore and, and get into, you know, with the vessels, we kind of already know, you know, what's attached to the vessel. We already kind of know that back history. So, you know, I mean, uh, you know, it, it locations, I think would probably be more, more fascinating, but um, you know, we've, we've, we've got some really cool stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's yeah, that's, re that's really cool. And I could swear I'm hearing EVPs in the background, or is it just me? I'm hearing it too on my end. There's, I don't know. When I go over, no when I go to noise specifically coming from, I'm pretty sure it's coming from Geo that it's actually giving me a, a minor headache. There's there's a lot of background noise coming from whenever Geo whenever Geo talks. I swear, yeah. his voice comes in, and then the voices get louder. 
and then they go away again, and then they get louder again, and then they go away again. They got a bad huh. connection on. It's like they're trying to talk over them, but they can only do it for so long. I, I, what I yeah, take a screenshot of my my uh, my phone that I'm talking on, so you can see I have 4G and I'm at full bars. So it's not a connection issue. It's 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 got to be something to do with <laughs> something. And I'm out on my patio, so there's no TV, no 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 background. I mean, it's completely dead silent over here. Okay. Well. All right. Not sure. Okay. Um, let's see what else. Let's see what else I want to ask. Uh, um, how many, uh, uh, give me a minute. Let me think for a minute. How many, uh, demonic cases have you and your team, uh, um, done? Countless, man. I, I, I would have to easily say at least 40 or 50. Um, at least, I mean, you know, and, and when we talk about demonics, you know, there's there's different locations that had multiple demons, uh, you know, or that, that were, you know, said to be in that location. Um, you know, you, you look, even look at the Winchester Mystery House, you know, I mean, um, you know, there, some people say there's at least, you know, 10 demons there. I mean, we didn't catch anything like that when they were there, you know, you know, when we when we were there, should I say. Um, but we've done a lot of different demons. We've done like exorcisms. Um, we have it personally, but we've been part of them where basically we've gone to a location and uh, it was just, it was so insane that we couldn't even handle it. And, you know, we're not psychics. We're not, you know, we're not demonologists. We're not, you know, we don't really know. We just investigate. We're, we're investigators. So when we insist at something like that, we yeah. contact obviously people of faith. So if obviously the, uh, the homeowners or wherever the location is, you know, wants to have this, the home, you know, exercised, um, you know, we contact either, you know, Roman Catholic faith or Christian faith or, you know, Jewish faith, whatever their, you know, their, their religious beliefs are to kind of take that entity or whatever it is that's terrorizing them out. Um, but, you know, I would say over the past 15 years, I would say about, you know, 40, 40 would be probably a good estimate. 40? Were you involved yeah, no, in all 40 or I, I was, were you involved? I've probably in? done about 20. I, I would say about half of them. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, so do you like, um, do you like having, uh, Mandy and Heather help you with your, uh, yeah, readings you know, on like, your like I said in the beginning of the, the, uh, this podcast, you know, uh, you know, we built some really great relationships, you know, by doing this and, uh, you know, H- Mandy and Heather were customers of ours and they've bought quite a few different vessels from us, you know, positive energies, elementals, and then also as well as, um, demonics. And, uh, you know, we've done so many different transactions and so many different, you know, video calls back and forth that, you know, now they're basically kind of like a staple to the show that we have. And, uh, you know, they do readings on all of our vessels. So that way, whoever's buying them, they, they actually get a real reading live on Facebook of the vessel they're about to buy, you know, so that way they know, Hey, this is a, you know, <laughs> this is a real haunted item. It's not just some guy sitting in a saying this doll is haunted. You know, you're getting real activity. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, if you, I, I know about Matthew and perhaps you both have watched our show before, and uh, you've seen you know, countless times we have activity while we're on the show live, you know, and it's nothing that you getting the white noise through the static. You hear people talking. I mean, just our last show that we had a few days ago, uh, you heard a baby giggle, you know, a couple times while we, and it, it, it's pretty interesting, you know, and, and uh, fascinating when you're alive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've watched, uh, and you know, I watched your, uh, your uh, lives and um it's fascinating i mean you know you capture some really uh incredible evidence um but anyway for the listeners uh i'm actually going to be getting two really um cool haunted items from um haunted crap um i'm going to be getting a wheelchair that dates back in the 1920s or 30s and I'm going to begin a rocking horse that um, 
has a five-year-old boy, correct, right? Correct, and, and it, it rocks on the horse. You know, the rocking horse rocks by itself. Um, the, uh, the the wheelchair is is more of a residual haunting, but you have to understand this thing is from the early 1900s, and it was in a hospital. Um, from what we were told and all the information that we've gotten from it is it, it was actually at a military hospital. So, you know, the countless amount of people that have sat in that chair and to in and out of operations or in and out of having, you know, um, you know, for surgeries or whatever. I mean, there's just so much residual uh, energy that's attached to that chair. Uh, even Mandy and Heather both said, you know, they they're, they literally just see multiple people, multiple spirits kind of surrounding the chair. But it, it, it's not really an intelligent haunting. Now, there's been a couple of times where we've kind of questioned that, because, again, when you get that many energies, especially residual, there might be a positive or um, intelligent you know, attachment to it that we just have never caught. So, you know, and I, and I do appreciate how much time and energy you do put into investigating your objects. So I think that maybe if you spend a little bit of time and asking the right questions over time, you're definitely going to find out if there is an intelligent haunting to that chair or not. Um, but again, that's going to be something that, you know, it, it takes time, you know, investigating doesn't happen you know, <laughs> the first time, you know, it, it takes a couple, a couple times for you to kind of start narrowing in uh, the information. Oh, yeah. And, of course, with uh, Matthew on the team, you know, he will uh, definitely um, do a reading on the uh, wheelchair, too. Probably multiple each one. So... Well, and, and you're also getting you know, yeah. you're also getting a few other items. You know, you and I've talked about it, uh, but you're you're going to be getting a a pretty good substantial amount of haunted items <laughs> coming up. So, but I'm yeah. not telling you everything, yeah. but you know, <laughs> it's going to be quite a bit. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that wheelchair. The reason being is, is like you said, um, I like some of the evidence you captured. Um, you posted, you know, the ghost meter oh, yeah, going that, that was, off, pull it away. You know, yeah, that video that we posted, um, you know, I was sitting in a room by myself. And obviously, the people that are listening to the podcast right now, you know, uh, or listening to this maybe later on, um, if you want to, you know, go to our Facebook page, you know, facebook.com forward slash haunted crap. And um, uh, yes, it, I did say haunted crap. <laughs> it's just you got to have humor in, in uh, today's age, you know. <laughs> but, um, you know, the videos posted. Our Facebook right now, and and you can see. I mean, you know, the the wheelchair was uh, basically positioned right in the middle of the room. You know, we weren't close to the new walls, any kind of power. Um, you know, and the ghost meter was just going off right where somebody would be sitting in the chair. You move it away, nothing. Move it right back to the middle of the chair, it would go off. I moved the chair out of the way. I spun it around just so everybody on, you know, watching the video sees that there's nothing there. There's nothing attached, no wires, no batteries, no nothing attached to the chair. And then put the chair right back. And again, you know, <laughs> put the ghost meter back up and it was just basically lighting up again right where somebody would be sitting. So, you know, it was very, it was very interesting. And, I don't, you know, that's one of the evidences that, uh, that we, were, we we posted just so that way guys can see. And uh, you already bought the chair at that point. You know, it wasn't even something that, uh, uh, you know, that we were doing to, to try to sell it or anything. It was just you. It was after uh, you decided that you wanted the chair already. So, it, you know, that we've had we've had a lot of people, you know, go back and forth and a lot of skeptics. And, and uh, you know, we posted that video not to try to sell the chair because the chair was already sold uh, to Dennis Hagen. <laughs> um, you know, we basically, you know, I just decided before that chair was going to leave, I was going to do one last investigation with, you know, just myself. Um, it's a, it's an interesting piece. I, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I I really enjoyed, you know, having it and, and investigating it. I did the investigation and filmed it and we got some incredible evidence. So, you know, it's um, again, that video is posted on our Facebook page. I mean, you're gonna have to scroll through and kind of find it because I think it, it's been about three or four months ago. But, um, you know, we, we, we do definitely get some really great evidence. Yeah, yeah. Video of the horse, the, the chair rather. Sorry, I'll have to I'll have to check that out because that's. I was looking forward to the rocking horse more than the chair, but I might look more into the chair now. <laughs> the, 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 the biggest thing that I would suggest about the rocking horse is if you have a geometer or some kind of device that basically uh, detects any kind of motion, um, place that on the chair of the rocking horse and put a camera on it. The rocking horse, we've never seen it move 
visually, like while we're still in the same room. But the crazy thing is we have a, we have a, a pretty big warehouse that we keep our, you know, equipment in and a lot of our vessels in, and it's basically the group's collection. And uh, we had the rocking horse that was, you know, up against the wall, the, the, butt of the horse basically was on the, against the wall and we haven't been there in a few weeks and uh, went back and found that the drywall on the side of this warehouse was kind of knocked in from where the rocking horse was rocking while we were not there. So, uh, you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, I, we know we all know no one was there and it was moving, you know, <laughs> by itself. <laughs> so Somebody was rocking hard like a five-year-old. I'm um, sorry. Somebody was rocking harder than they meant to. Correct. Like, correct. I, uh, what I'll probably end up doing is, is when I receive the rocking horse, I'll probably put the EDI on it. The EDI detects vibration. So any kind of movement, it will detect it. It will light up. And Lucy's still lighting up the K2. She is. We're she not is. Talking about her. She needs to just quit. We're not even she, talking about it, it, she's she's very active. She's and, and a very I, active dog. You know, Matthew, I, I don't know if you're getting it on your end. Are you getting the distortion? I, I'm getting like a white noise. I'm hearing something through the uh, through the audio. Honestly, I've been hearing white noise the entire time. The entire time. It's a never-ending, continuous white noise that's actually giving me a little bit of a headache. Okay. As going because I, I can hear it and it's driving me crazy mm-hmm. that's uh, why I've been, because i've been fighting it trying not to hear it i also uh, i sent a picture to dennis uh, i took a screenshot of my phone and uh, just to show the bars and, and dennis i don't know if you got that on your text message um but it shows you know i have 4g full bars so it's not a it's not a it's not a connection issue it's there's definitely something yeah. going on and yeah. I, i'm running on lte with four bars yeah. Um, uh, let's see what else I want to talk about, Gio. <laughs> When's your next stream, Gio? Uh, you, you know, I, you know, I, and I've tried to explain to everybody, you know, everybody looks at us as, as a business or, you know, this is something that we do for a living. This is not what we do right. for a living. And, uh, you know, I, I have a normal job and I'm very busy. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so it, we try to fit it in as many as, as we can, as often as we can. Um, we have, um, uh, we just started also doing kind of shows on training, you know, kind of teaching the new investigators or people who are investigators but haven't tried certain, you know, equipment, how to do things. And uh, the latest one we just did was a pendulum, a pendulum class. Yeah. It was just basically pendulum for beginners. You know, it's nothing too serious. It's just, you know, what pendulum to buy, how to use it you know, what you're looking for, what you shouldn't do and what you should do kind of thing. The next one we're doing is going to be a, um, a Ouija board slash talking board, basically kind of teaching people the do, you know, do's and don'ts. Same exact idea as the pendulum class, but kind of just learning how to do it. Um, we're, we were hoping to do it this week uh, sometime in the next couple of days. Um, again, it's just, it's, it's, tough just especially with timing um so hopefully within right. the next uh, few days to a week we're going to be doing that um we have a big huge thing coming up in a few weeks that we're going to be doing a live investigation live uh, on our page and i think dennis is going to be doing the same thing um and uh, currently we also have a uh, a freebie going on um we have a free doll to give away um and it's a real haunted vessel um, um and uh and it's it's free to enter. All you have to do is just like haunted crap on Facebook, share haunted crap, and uh, comment on the post. And that one's uh, that one's going to be done. Uh, the, that contest ends on the fifteenth of August. So if any any listeners are listening and you're not friends or liking uh, haunted crap, you know, go to our page, like it, and you have an opportunity to uh, win a free haunted doll. Yeah. Yep. How's uh, how's Susanna doing? Susanna, I think she's already gone. That's what I, I thought I saw something that she had been sold, but I, I was just curious. Yeah, she's, I, she's already been sold. <laughs> I was just asking because she was a very interesting vessel. That's all. Yeah, let me just make sure. I think she's already gone. She's already gone. Yeah. And that's the other thing. You know, our vessels do tend to go pretty fast, especially the more active right. ones. Um, yeah. You know, and, and we, again, we understand, you know, paranormal investigating is an expensive hobby, <laughs> you know, um, so we try to keep our vessels as, uh, 
as low as we possibly can. A lot of times, you know, we, we actually lose money on these vessels. We've bought some of these demonics for three, four, five hundred dollars and we're selling them for only a hundred, two hundred bucks. So, you know, we, we, we try to keep it fair, you know, um, you know, we're losing money on some, but making money on others, you know, you know, but again, the money that we, we gain from, from doing, you know, this, this type of sales, we're utilizing it to buy new equipment, you know, upgrading some of the software, you know, and then also paying for travel to get to some of these, you know, homes, um, that are, you know. Oh, did we lose them? I hope Gio? not. Geo? I'm still here. I'm still here. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? I was still talking. I don't know why. <laughs> what was the last um, thing you heard me say? <laughs> oh, you were talking about that your team, um, you guys don't profit off the money. You guys uh, yeah. take the money and put it yeah, back into the team. We, we put it back into our team. Uh, we basically buy new equipment. We, uh, you know, upgrading software for the computers, um, you know, obviously paying for travel. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's the travel to homes that are being, you know, <laughs> you know, terrorized by a spirit. Uh, you know, our, uh, yeah. we just had investigators that just went up. I wasn't on that investigation, uh, but they just went up a couple days ago and they did uh, a, an investigation of a home that was basically being terrorized by uh, they think it's a demon, but again, you, we don't automatically jump to that, you know, just because there's negative activity doesn't mean it's a demon, you know? So again, there's another investigation planned for another week from now, and uh, they're going to be going back up to do a little bit more research and they're bringing up a medium this time. So again, it, you know, it's again, some of the stuff takes time, but all of this does take money, you know, <laughs> gas money, right. you know, hotel stays. Right. Um, and that, that's where the money goes, you know? So it's, it's not for profit. It's, it's definitely going for a good use. Yeah. Oh yeah. I agree. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah. You know, like our, uh, in our first episode, you know, I don't know if you haven't, if you've listened to it or not. Um, but our first episode, Jill, we had, you know, Matt, me and Haley. Well, Haley just recently joined the team. So she's in the learning stage, Okay. but me and, but me and Matt, we were explaining to the listeners, you know, that, you know, not every haunted item has an intelligent haunting. Mm-hmm. Some of them are residual. Correct. And not every negative is a demon. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, I'm catching flack because I have a onesie that people think that it's an intelligent haunting, but... I have to explain that it's a residual haunting. Correct. You know. Um, yeah, and, and here's again. the thing. A residual haunting, I mean, the, the spirit already passed. Uh, you know, I tried to explain to, uh, you know, other investigators or anybody starting out, it's kind of like playing a tape recorder. You know, if, if you... Uh-huh. A, di- a digital voice recorder, you know, you can push record, you know, like, you know, testing, testing, one, two, three, you stop the recording, you rewind and you push play, you hear it again. It's not really somebody talking. It's a re- it's it's a recording of somebody talking. And that's basically what it is. A residual haunting is a recording of an action, uh, a spirit talking of something moving, maybe maybe even an apparition, you know. So you're going to get the exact same type of kind of activity. It's just not intelligent. It's just something that's a recording that's playing over again. Um, you know, and, and it just depends on the location, depends on the item uh, for you to get something like that. I, you know, a lot of people say they don't like those type of, of um, you know, paranormal activity or those type of hauntings. I personally really enjoy them because it's almost guaranteed that you're going to get activity. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you investigate long enough, you're going to catch something. Yeah, because yeah. it's stuck in a loop. Eventually that loop's going to repeat and you're going to see something. Correct. You know, when it's an intelligent haunting, it might not like you or it might not like the situation or or someone in the group or maybe it's just hiding or maybe it left for the day. You know, you know, so, you know, an intelligent haunting. Yes, it's great to have that communication and something to talk back and forth and and have that dialogue with a spirit that has crossed over. And and I agree 100 percent with that. But in the same aspect, if you're an investigator and you're looking for activity and you want to have, an, you know, something, you know, obviously positive throughout that night, um, you know, a residual haunting is, is sometimes the way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so also, I want to touch base too, Jill, if you don't mind. I know um, sometimes you catch flack because um, you sell a, a haunted item to a customer and then they get upset because 
Um, it's not full. It's not active right then and there. Correct. Now, now people don't pe- people don't understand is is that you know I can you know I'll, I've gotten haunted items from you. Like I'll give you an example, Gypsy. Gypsy has not moved once for me. Okay. And I've and I've gotten her. She hasn't moved once for me. Um, Tammy, I've gotten, and Tammy has not pulled my clothes. Um, you know, sir. What I'm trying to get at is, is people don't realize, and this is where I want you to touch base on. And if you agree, that's cool. If not, no big deal. But people don't realize is that with haunted items, the activity varies from person to person to person. Like, like you have certain activity in your house, but you go to ship the item and the activity could be different for that person because it's based it's based on their energy because they feed off their energy. You know what I'm saying? You know, every spirit's going to do something maybe a little bit different. You know, we, you know, we, most of the time it's going to be about the same, you know, obviously that energy likes to do a certain thing or that's what it knows how to do. But, um, you know, there, there, we've actually gone and, and we kind of had certain things. And, and there are certain times where I'm getting a lot of activity, say, on EVP with, let's just say, Jane Doe spirit. And then uh-huh. I sent it out to you. And then you were getting it on spirit box. And you were also getting it on K2 meter. But you weren't getting an EVP. So, again, but you were still getting activity. It just wasn't the same activity that I was catching. Um, and, and here's the thing. The other thing is that, yes, we get activity, but we're talking about multiple investigations. We're talking about, uh, you know, the EVPs we get. So let's just say we've done 24 hours total of investigations. Um, not all at once, obviously, you know, maybe four hours here, six hours here, another 12 hours here and another two hours here. So in, in a 24 hour period of recording on EVP, we might catch two or three EVPs. Mm hmm. That's a lot of time in listening. And, you know, so maybe, you know, here's the thing. Maybe um, you have had, you know, um, you know, a tug on your clothing. You just didn't notice it. Or maybe there was activity from another vessel and they were speaking. You just didn't have the recorder going at that time. So there's I mean, there's so many other variables that could be. But uh, there's times where we've even sent vessels to Heather and Mandy and, uh, you know, we weren't really too sure what was attached to it or if there was anything attached to it. And as soon as they brought it into their house, they got all kinds of activity. So but when we had it, we didn't get any, you know. So, again, it really depends on where the spirit is, where the spirit feel comfortable. Um, it, there's a lot of variables. And again, we we've said this a hundred times and we'll say it a hundred times again. Uh, this is not an exact science. You know, we're not I mean, this isn't like, you know, we're not selling TVs here. And we're saying, okay, when you get it home, you're going to plug it in and start watching TV right away. It's a TV that when you plug it in, it might not work for the first three weeks. <laughs> you know, that it's it's a it's a it's an energy, it's a spirit. You you have to be patient. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, if we if we knew what it was, you know, um, we wouldn't continue investigating because we would already know, you know, these questions and and you know have all the answers that we want. Right. Yeah. And I, and I agree. Um, but I can tell you some of the most active items that I've got, and Matthew may agree, Corinne is one. Very active. Yes, Corinne um, is very active. I know um, um, the doctor's to... bag. The doctor's bag is really haunted, um, really active. The Amish, the Amish dolls. Um, your clown. Leave... Yelp. Billy, y'all, um, Simon, Levi, You've Simon, y'all, um, Lucy. Ivy's active when I'm there, but I don't know how active she is when I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, you also had a lot of activity, especially in the beginning from Sam and Sarah. Yes, yes, Sam and Sarah. Well, and I think uh, Sarah was actually a little bit more... And that's even what we were catching. Sam, uh, Sam and Sarah were brother and sister, uh, and they both passed away oh, basically yeah. in the morning. And, uh, and I know Sarah was more active and had a stronger energy than Sam, 
But uh, again, you were catching the same thing. You know, you were getting more activity from Sarah, but you were catching some stuff from Sam every now and then, just like we were. So there's a good you know, example of, you know, we were getting a certain type of activity. You get it and you got the exact same type of activity. Yeah. Uh, and from, yeah, from a medium standpoint, Sarah, from from what I've read from them, Sarah seems to do all the talking. Sam just kind of stands there and listens. Mm hmm. Well, and I really believe that Sam and Sarah are not the same age. I think Sarah was probably around seven to nine years old, and Sam is probably like four. And that's probably the reason why. Yeah. Um, and then again, Lucy, she's very active. Mm-hmm. She's very active. Um, Especially Carol. Talk about her on camera. Yep. Carol, she's active when she wants to be. Um, the hand mirrors are active too. Now, you know, I really wish we were doing this live right now because I, and this is no bull. Um, so one of the dolls that we have, um, here in the room, um, it, their, its head just moved <laughs> and, and just looked at me. <laughs> um, and didn't I didn't like even, what you said, Gio. Uh, maybe, maybe I don't, or maybe it did. I don't know. <laughs> That's, That's actually kind of creepy. That is kind of creepy, to be honest. Um, I just accept it as part of life. There you go. Moving accept heads. it as part of life. All moving heads doesn't startle me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does take a little bit uh, uh, to startle me. I mean, obviously, being startled is one thing about, you know, difference between getting scared and startled. Startle is obviously yeah, a reaction. difference between scared and startled. Um, you know, I oh. also get startled every now and then, but uh, scared, um, you know, and this actually, I, you know, I'll interview you both. <laughs> um, so for me, you know, I, I still get kind of scared, um, you know, with demonics, I because it, again, it's still the unknown. And when you start getting growls and you start getting all the kind of stuff and you have to walk down a hallway all by yourself when you know at the end of that hallway, there's a there's a demon and you don't know what it's going to do to you. Uh, that that scares the hell out of me. Uh, I mean, mean, after all the investigating uh, that you guys have done and Matthew, obviously being a psychic, um, you know, what, uh, what, what still scares you now? Honestly, there's very little that will get to me. Um, Most demonic entities that I've encountered, they're not used to things that actually will, you know, walk up to them and be like, what are you going to do? Like I've, I've walked up to one and said, I'm right here. What are you, what are you going to do? And it will stare at me. Like, what do you mean? What am I going to do? Everybody's afraid of me. I'm, or the only ones that I'm truly afraid of are the ones that won't back down. Mm. The ones that'll stare at you and be like, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> or it, it'll take it. It won't. I don't take, I don't mean that I'm, I'm challenging them. But it's like, are you, as the, how do I explain this? This is going to sound really weird. But it's kind of like, am I worth the extra energy that you're about to expend trying to scare me? Or are you just going to stand there? Because most of the time they just stand there. They won't do anything. Because I, I think personally, it takes a lot of energy for them to do something. For them to actually break through the veil and do something like throw something across the room, make you feel sick. You know that I think personally that that makes them use a lot of power. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for them. And being that I think of demons as predators, why would they waste their energy to do that when they can wait for someone that's going to be afraid of them so they can feed off of that fear? And, and, and I think, Dennis, you've heard me kind of say something very similar to that when I was telling you about demonics. Um, you know, I know I've had this conversation with quite a few people that were kind of getting into demons and, and learning about them or even owning them. Um, you know, one of the biggest things that I've always said is that you have to lay down the law. You have to basically put the ground rules and put your foot down in the beginning and you have to tell them what you're okay with and what you're not okay with. You know, I am a little bit more loose with my rules because I allow them to do a lot more than they should be able to do, but that's my choice and it's my home. 
Um, for others, I highly recommend, you know, obviously giving them a lot more rules and, and more of a restrictions. The reason why is because I, I have a belief. Now, again, I'm, I'm not an expert in a sense of, you know, I know exactly what's going to happen and what, what they do and what they don't do. Um, and I don't think anyone that's living now has any idea either. Um, but right. the, again, we go off of beliefs. And my belief is that they, they, their, their, their uh, idea of time is a lot different than our idea of time. For us, oh, you know, let, let's just say for us, you know, as living humans – we believe that 80 years of, of living is a long time. And it is. 80 years to yeah. us is a long time. To them, 80 years is a minute. It's nothing. Yeah. They've been around for thousands of years, and they're going to be around for thousands more. So yeah. they would rather put up with your rules and restrictions. And we're not talking about some of the higher-up demons. We're not talking about the most powerful ones either. We're talking about maybe the lower legions and, and everything, the ones that we normally would come across every day. Um, they yeah. would rather and prefer to to abide by your rules for the next, say, 20 or 30 years until you die, because the next person that's going to have that vessel in their possession might not know that they're, it's, it's attached by a demonic. And then they'll slowly start chipping away at that person. Um, that's and again, broke, that's how they break people down. And it's a slow process. So they're not going to show you. I mean, you're not going to get a demon and bring it into the house. And I'm going to say I'm going to say ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time. If you bring a demon attachment or an item in your home that has a demon attached to it, you're not going to get dishes flying across the room and and crucifixes spinning upside down and scratches all down your back the first day. Probably no. not going to get any of that in the first week or month or even first year. It's Honestly, gonna I go the first decade. Slowly chip at it until you know you don't realize. But but again, then you're allowing it into the home, and then you start getting activity, and you think it's fun and it's cute, and you just let it happen because you're like, oh, that's kind of cool, you know, whatever. And then before you know it, then now then now it's getting attached to you, and now it's going to be almost sometimes too late for you to get rid of it. And it will attach to you at the first opportunity, nine times out of ten. You give it a chance, it's going to jump on it. Correct. It, it's going to wait till you're at your lowest point. Maybe somebody in your family passes away, you lose your job, you're, you know, close to, you know, you're, you're worse than living paycheck to paycheck. Maybe your car broke down and you're basically sitting, you know, begging for some kind of help. And the demon, and, I, and we've seen this on multiple different occasions, you know, and we've even read about cases where the demon will basically play uh, like as a genie. You know, all right, would just if you could just help me out, you know, uh, you know, it's it's just I, I'll do anything. And the demon will help you out in a sense of maybe help you with your finances or give you what you're asking for, because now you're allowing it into you and, and, and basically giving into what it wants. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, if you allow it to give you something, it, 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 that whole classic story of the, the, you know, the devil, you know, you know, uh, if you do this, sign here, sign your soul away. And that's exactly what they're doing. I mean, it's they, they are predators and they'll take advantage of you at your weakest moment, just like any predator. Correct. So, you know, uh, you know, and, and, you know, Dennis has talked about having demons and I, I don't recommend him doing it right now, especially with children in the home. Um, you know, but uh, once he has a location that maybe it's separate from the house, you know, that's when I would say that would be a little bit more comfortable, you know, for for allowing or even starting to to collect those types of items. But yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely no demonic vessels or entities in the house with the kids because they they're the weakest. They'll go after the kids. I guarantee you, it'll go after the kids. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I I know, and you know, it's it's just the curiosity of the right. investigator in me to, you know, experience, you know, something negative or something demonic. You see what I'm saying? Right. And, and, you know, as as a, an investigator to another, you know, uh, obviously I have experience, you know, with those types of investigations, uh, you know keep doing what you're doing now because all that's going to do is just build up your strength, build up your awareness. Um, you know, obviously, you know, it, it's like practice, you know, the more practice you have, the better you are going to be, you know, when it comes down to, you know, playing the game and yep. uh, to the point of, 
you know, investigating, you know, it might be another year from now or two years from now, you, you, you can maybe investigate a location that has a demonic presence. And at that time, you're going to have a lot more ammo in, you know, for your arsenal, you know, um, yeah. you know, jumping into it is one of the worst things you can do. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of different investigators. We have a rule in our group that uh, if you're a newer investigator, we don't bring you on demonic cases or if we know that there's obviously demonic, um, you know, presence you know, active. But, um, you know, we, we don't do that, especially for our new investigators. We want them to at least have some kind of knowledge, some kind of experience behind them before they have to deal with something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good rule. <laughs> it's a good rule. Um, so anyway, all right, Gio. So, um, you want to tell people how they can contact you if they're interested in yeah, um, any haunted if, items if, if, or if they're having a, if they're having any kind of, um, haunting and they need help. Yeah. It, you know, we're, we're, like I said, we're all over the country. Um, if, if it's not us that would be contacting you or, uh, you know, investigating your home, we have a lot of acquaintances nationwide. So we can definitely call on another paranormal investigation team that we have, either met or we know of that is very good um, that they're, they're going to do a professional job and, you know, obviously somebody that you can trust. But um, if you have, you know, paranormal activity in your home and, and you uh, want somebody to come investigate um, or if you're looking maybe for a haunted vessel or, you know, something of that sort, um, you can contact us through facebook.com forward slash haunted crap. Um, uh, our phone number is right there on the, uh, the page as well. So you can give us a call. Um, if we don't answer, please leave a message. You know, we, we always get back to you. I try to answer all the messages within an hour. And, uh, again, it's for, uh, facebook.com forward slash haunted crap. All right. Well, um, thank you for being on here. Um, thank you for letting us, uh, you know, talk with you for about an hour, <laughs> you know, uh, intermittently <laughs> yeah whenever, yeah whenever the powers that be allow it <laughs> yep right. the powers that be that will allow it um but out loud she'll get mad yeah i know uh yeah she she's something else um but anyway from uh again thank you for everyone who's listening uh from me matt and uh Haley, uh we just want to tell everyone, you know, have a good weekend, have a good week. Whenever you're listening to this, if it's on the weekend or the weekday, have a good week or a weekend. Um again, you guys can, you know, find Geo at Haunted Crap. Facebook, just look up Haunted Crap. That's all you gotta do. Uh yeah, I don't think there's another one out there of us. <laughs> no, no, no. There is not another one of you. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> what? Well, Dennis, but for I'm going to see you in a in a in a few weeks. So, uh, but you know about the doppelganger at that location. So, uh, yes, yes. Um, for anyway, for anyone again, for all the listeners, before I let you go. Uh, me and Giovanni and his girlfriend and Maggie and Adam, who's a good friend of mine. Again, we are going to be going to Waverly Hills in a couple of weeks. So um, for those, again, who are listening, uh, if you haven't followed or if you haven't given uh, Haunted Crap a like or a follow, please do. Um, we will be we will be live um on both um TSH's page and Honorcraft's page that week and that we are in uh when we are down there. Uh so I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna be awesome. Um again for everyone who's listening, this is my second time back to Waverly Hill Sanatorium. I've caught really good evidence uh, I was blown away by the place. I was blown away by the EVPs that were so freaking clear as if you and I were talking. Um, That's what happens I was, when that much anger and torment is all crammed into one place. That's true. Um, but I was blown away by the EVPs I captured. I was also blown away by the 
disembodied voice that I captured in the uh, room 502. Um, it was crazy. It was actually my first disembodied voice that I've ever experienced. It startled me and it took me by surprise. Now, for Giovanni and his girlfriend and Maggie and Adam, it's all their first time. So I'm very excited for all of them to go and experience um, Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Uh, I can tell. I can tell each one of them they will not be disappointed. Maggie knows she. It's not a disappointment because she actually heard the EVPs for herself and how clear they were. Um, but I am very um, excited, and I know Gio's excited too because it's probably been on his list to investigate. Yeah, it's definitely so. one of those locations. It's a, it, you know, it's a paranormal's bucket list. You know, for, I think every paranormal investigator wants to investigate Waverly Hills, and and uh, it's definitely on my list. There, there's a few other ones that I have not been able to get to yet, and uh, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm starting to check them off the list slowly but surely. I mean, you know, you, you, it's one of those things where the only people that get to really do them as quickly as, as often as uh as they'd like is with somebody somebody that's on TV like Zach, Zach Bagans. You know, obviously taps, you know, when they were on TV, you know, investigators like that, that's what they do for, you know, obviously for entertainment on TV. So they're going to hit all of the major locations that they, you know, that every paranormal, you know, team would want to go to. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm definitely excited. I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, it's uh, well, we're, we're going to be doing uh, live shows, obviously, while we're at location um, at Waverly on our page. And I know, Dennis, you said you're going to be doing the same thing. So, uh, yep. you know, I'm sure we're going to catch something live and then, uh, you know, with all the evidence, we'll compile it and, and then post that. Now, I yes. won't be there in person, but I will try to tune in for the live streams because that's a place I'd like to go to as much as it's going to give me a migraine. But, yeah. And, and you know, Dennis and I, we, we, we've tried to do this even with our live feeds, you know, at home. Um, you know, we don't we try not to put our lives together at the same time because a lot of, uh, you know, his followers or my followers and vice versa. Um, so, uh, I think we're going to probably try to do the same thing, you know, while we're there, I think Dennis, you're, you're going to probably be on board for the same thing, right? Uh, you know, yes. while, while Dennis is doing a live uh, show on Facebook, I'm not going to, so, uh, you know, or, and when I'm doing live, he's not going to go live. So that way, at least, uh, you know, people can watch, you know, one at a time, <laughs> not, not yeah. between the two. Um, I will for the, also for the listeners, I will be doing, um, a um, episode of our podcast show from Waverly Hills. I will be um, interviewing uh, Gio and um, Adam to get their, you know, their experience and what, you know, what they experienced and how they liked um, Waverly. So everyone, you know, tune in for that. Um, that episode would be is going to be awesome because it's going to be live from Waverly when I record it. But again. Thank you, Gio, for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Yep, I appreciate it. You know, you can come on, you can come back on anytime you want. You know that. Um, you can also be a, you could be a, uh, a guest uh, co-host if you want, Gio. I don't care. <laughs> I don't think Matt. Finally, talk. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think uh, Matt has an issue with that. <laughs> um, but again. From Matt, me, and Haley, you know, we want to, you know, thank everyone for listening to our um, podcast show. Uh, we thank all the um, listeners, and we appreciate it. Um, but again, please, please go find Haunted Crap on Facebook and like them. They're only one of a kind. All right. Until then, everyone, have a good day, good week, good night. And that's it.